In today's episode, we have once again the amazing Michelle Boulay. Michelle is a transformational business and life coach who helps compassionate business owners and creative entrepreneurs all over the world clarify and manifest their visions with more confidence, impact, and alignment towards their truth. In today's episode, Michelle will be asking you this question and exploring the idea whether you are in alignment or are you aligned to your own prosperity. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And today we have the pleasure and the honor of having the amazing, the gorgeous, the wonderful Michelle Boulay again. Welcome, Michelle. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here again. Thank you so much. Uh, Michelle, everybody knows how amazing you are, but in your own words, tell everybody what it is that you do. I am a life and business coach, an energy healer, and a dancer, and I am passionate about helping people align to their truth to create more impact, uh, have more confidence, and experience more joy in doing what they're here to do during this lifetime. Amazing. And this is why today we're talking about what we're asking you, whether you are aligned to your own divine prosperity. So when you say that, what do you mean by this question? You know, what is I mean, I, I know the answer to this, but I want you to explain in your own words. What do you mean by divine prosperity? So when I first had um, desires to make more money, well, I'll start with this. You know, my background as, a, as an adult, I moved to New York City a week after I graduated from college and started dancing in the contemporary experimental dance scene. <laughs> this was not the place of abundance and six-figure incomes. Oh. <laughs> You know, it's like, how can I make enough to pay my rent and maybe like, you know, get the groceries and things like that. So, you know, there was a point where I realized, and it wasn't until like my late thirties when I was like, I can't do this the rest of my life. I would look at people like successful artists I admired and see like, or just see like, that was not the extent to how I wanted to live my own life. Mm. And I had to put the puzzle pieces together to, to realize that I wanted to learn how to make more money. Mm. And that was a hard thing after nearly 20 years of being surrounded by the starving artist mentality. Yeah. You know, that this is the way that life is. And I almost felt guilty about it and ashamed about having that desire. Mm. But the surprise was that I was introduced to completely new ways of thinking, new paradigms for understanding the world. And really for me, it, it was spiritual, like growing my business and learning how to make money. I, I say this has been one of the most spiritual journeys I've gone on. And it sounds like to my former self, it's like, what are you talking about? You know, like, how can that be spiritual? Can't you see how money is corrupt in the world, corrupting the world? And, but you know, the, the saying, um, I think it's a biblical saying it's, it's not money that is the root of all evil. It's the love of money. Yeah is the root of all evil. So there, there's a big difference there, you know, and, and I know we're both energy practitioners and, and I, this was a part of my, 
my dance work, how can I be available to the greater energy that wants to move through me? How can I align to that in, in my own unique way? And I say this with my clients too, like in their own unique ways to be just like nature, the plant that knows how to root deeply into the ground and get all the nutrients and nutrients it can in collaboration with the rest of nature. And so it can reach up into the sky. So that's, that's the journey. And, and like, surprisingly enough money, of course, because that's how we work now. That's how we resource ourselves is an amazing pathway to learn how to come into one's fullest expression. Agreed. hundred percent. Yeah. So I, I do believe, and I, I'm going to add a bit in here that every single individual, whether they know or not, has a relationship with money and actually has, as I call it, allocated funds from devices energy. That's your prosperity. It's allocated to you. No one else can take it away from you. It's whether you align yourself and choose that prosperity for yourself or not. Just because I have, you know, I I make, for example, hundred thousand, and you make a thousand, doesn't mean that if you start making a hundred thousand, you're going to take away from my hundred thousand. You have your own set of hundred thousand allocated to you by divine source energy. I mean, the supply is endless. We have grown up with the mentality that if I want larger piece of the cake, somebody else has to have less cake. Whereas that's not the case. You know, if you want cake, you can ask well, God, can he help make more cake? And then everybody has more cake, not just you. And that's that's the idea that we should be, but you know, we shouldn't sort of adhere to, but we don't. So divine prosperity basically means you have allocated your own, which no one can take away from you. But you have to align yourself in order to bring it into your 3D world. It's already in existence in the spiritual world. That's my take on it. Now, that begs a question. Michelle, how do we align ourselves with our, our prosperity? I mean, it's all well and good for me to have this pot of gold in the spiritual world all allocated to Gul Khan. How can Gul Khan bring it? How can I align myself in, in you know, my energy in this 3D world to manifest that pot of gold in the 3D world? Yeah. So this goes back to what we spoke about a little bit in our last conversation around desire. Mm. So the question I always start with when I'm working with a client, um, whether I'm already working with them or we're starting to have a conversation about if we do work together is the question is, what do you want? Mm. So that's the place because desire is what taps us into our unexpressed potential. Mm. Um, and there's a, there's a, I think Wallace Waddles in the science of getting rich has, I, I can't think exactly of the quote right now off the top of my head, but he talks about desire as unexpressed potential or, you know, potential seeking fulfillment. Yeah. So the, the, the strange thing is that something as simple as I want that amazing dress, mm. <laughs> you know, that might seem materialistic, mm. uh, yeah. to, an everyday person's eye, but there, there's a, that is a spiritual alignment. And, you know, I know, especially I'm in the U S it's like consumerism central and yeah. there's a lot of criticism around that because it actually can be a distraction. Of course. So there's, there's a difference when desire actually moves a person towards something in life. Agreed. You know, it tells you what to do. Fear tells you what not to do. Mm. So if someone is wanting that amazing dress because they're afraid they're not good enough, that's what they're building. Right. But if there's something that just is like, and I see this in clients, it's a little click like, Oh, wow, I want this. And, you know, again, it's if for me and I've seen it for other people. It's like, you feel like you kind of need to hide it because that wasn't acceptable in the culture you grew up with, or that you've, you know, grow, um, grown into and you're around. And, you know, if you just listen to 
just be like totally objective for a day and just listen to the money belief systems of the people that are surrounding you. You know, there, there's so much information there around the realization of what we have not consciously chosen. Mm. Right. So, you know, I might be with some friends and they might say, Oh my God, the burdens, the burden of abundance. And before I might go along with that and be like, Oh yeah. You know, and then I'm like, now it's like, wait a second. No, I don't entirely agree with that. Mm. You know, and, but it's, there's so many programs that we don't know how to think about in different ways. So we just go along with them. So I would say to roll back to where we started, listening to those desires, like I knew that there was a moment, I mean, it was actually more pain a little bit for me that I resisted this, this first coach that I worked on this prosperity with for almost six months. And then finally, there was a moment where I picked up the phone and I called him and I was like, I think I need your help. Mm. And then the next person I worked with, I saw that person speaking and I was like, I want to work with that person, even though I know it's going to cost me over six figures a year. Mm. So then that desire aligned me to the place where I was then called to grow on the deepest level. Okay. Because yeah, one key thing I think is people sometimes go into magical thinking and they, they, because we don't see that we're also not given that message, right? We get this Hollywood, like all of a sudden a star, a star is born, <laughs> you know, it's like the star goes through a process of personal growth to be able to, to arrive to where they are. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the laws that we tend to forget the universal law of cause and effect. Like a person needs to learn how to hold that prosperity or how to become a vehicle for it. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, I, I always say desire is, and I can't remember which author wrote this, but I do love it. Desire is just God speaking through you, you know, and that's is why when the desire comes from within and you just really want to, and in, in this physical 3D world, a desire has to be for physical things, be it the house, be it the car, be it the relationship, be it the child, whatever it is, it's going to be materialistic. It's going to be physical because we live in a physical materialistic world. And but it's always allowing you to grow. For example, I love what you just said. You knew that if you wanted to speak work with a coach speaking on the stage, you were going to have to manifest six figures in order to be able to work with him or her. But that moved you, that made you grow. The idea of any desire is to make you grow. It's not about getting the cars, the houses, and all the materialistic things. It's the growth that goes with it. Because you have to grow in order for you to attain these materialistic things, not just in your character, but in your thinking and also. A lot of the times, especially as coaches, you know this, in order for me to make more money, I have to serve more people, which means in the only way I can, you know, when I'm serving more people, I'm solving their problems. So I am solving more people's problems, giving them more solutions in order for me to make more money to have their car. So it's a win-win situation for everybody. And that's how God works. That's how universal laws work. But people forget that point. I loved how you described it. So the, the, the desire has to be there. So I think that begs the question that you need to be aware of your desires. I think a lot of the time we brush our desires under the carpet. Oh, no, no, I don't want that. Well, I can't possibly get that. Why well, I shouldn't be thinking about that. Oh, no, that's something in the future. You don't really acknowledge, one, that you desire something, and two, accept that it can happen for you. Is that right? A hundred percent. That's something that I've had to learn how to you know, work with because- again, it wasn't okay for me to want the things that I wanted mm-hmm. or to expect that they would come into my life. Mm, you know, and I find myself still at times being like, can I actually want this? You know, so of course I'm still growing as I, as I do all this work too. It never stops. 
but I, you know, I think it's just having that question at the forefront of my awareness was huge when I first made my quantum leaps and in income growth, mm-hmm. that it was okay to want, you know, I remember years ago, I was in an energy healing workshop and we were doing this sort of group work with everyone in the class at the moment, like surrounding me and saying things to me. And it's just a reflection of, you know, all the, all the things that the belief systems that are going on in your own head. And I remember the only person that I remember, like, I remember her words in my ear saying, you can have whatever you want. Like the rest was noise around me. I didn't hear what the other people were saying, but that was, that stuck with me because that was something I did not know. And I still have to remind myself that because, you know, those paradigms that we learn, they're, they're ingrained in our subconscious mind and that thing runs on automatic. It's so powerful. You do not have to think. So it's actually going into these new experiences, a new experience of prosperity where I don't have to worry about how much I'm spending at the grocery store, how much the the clothes that I want to buy cost, because I know I can generate it. And I, then I know I'm abundant. I know I'm resourceful. And I think that is one of the biggest cures for a person's anxiety and self-worth, right? Yeah. To know that you are resourceful, you can take care of yourself and you are connected mm. to all the resources that are available and here for us. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. I think this is one of the missing key for most people the connection with divine source energy, whatever name they give to divine energy is, is not relevant here. But knowing that whatever name you give to God or divine source energy, you have that connection. That connection never disappears. Your awareness of that connection may dimmer and may be lost over time, but that's just your awareness. The connection itself remains there always. And therefore you can always turn back. You can always become aware of it again. And you can use that to propel you to move forward. Is that correct? Yes, 100%. I mean, the truth of those statements that everything you want is already here. Yeah. No, it's just like you're opening the door to where it is within you. And it, you know, it's such a different alignment because you're not grasping out there. You're generating it from within or you're becoming aware of it from within. And I think the biggest thing that that I've seen in my own growth and my clients' growth is that we learn how to surrender. Yeah. Rather than yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Surrender rather than pull. I think a lot of the times we get stuck in the idea of hustle. Hustle, 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 hustle. We need to do this and do this and do that. And there's something I else, a new strategy or whatever else. And especially with the the rise of the new called you know gurus and so forth. Um, you know, the rah-rah movement, I support it, the rah-rah movement. Um, and there are people that I love. I think they're they're amazing characters, but their philosophy in life really is it just doesn't flow with me, such as Gary Vee, who's all about hustle, 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 hustle. So you get stuck in the energy of doing, not in the energy of receiving. And if you get, if you're not in the energy of receiving, then you will never surrender in order for things to happen. What did you say? Yeah, I mean Gary Vee. I don't know him well, but you know he's a big business, so there's. He is amazing, but I just don't think his philosophy can work for a majority of people because that that's one way ticket to burnout. 
Well, I think he's leveraged, you know, he has people doing work for him. So he's not the only, he he's, I'm sure he's getting plenty of rest. (laughs) I don't know if I should say plenty, but you know, he has systems set up that allow for that. And this is the thing too, is a lot of times, you know, we grow up with this mentality that we have to do it all on our own or that it has to be hard. And that's a limiting belief system. Mm -hmm. And I, I have faced this myself. It's, it's, the person doesn't grow until they leverage time or money or information. So he's, he's leveraged that to be able to do that, you know, and that's how any business grows. The thing that I think a person needs to be aware of within their own business is, are you diminishing the quality? Because there's, you know, there is that point of diminishing return when you're doing it all on your own and you just can't uphold the growth anymore. So it's even if you don't see the funds to hire the assistant or hire the coach, you got to do it because otherwise the business is going to fall apart. You know, that, that is the path to burnout. So it's like, okay, bring someone else in, you know, the, the money is always here to be able to move this thing forward. And also that, that for me and my own growth, and I see it in other people and my clients, it's, that's the surrender. That's the, that's the, the law of sacrifice, right? Letting go of the, the part of you that thinks you need to do it all, all, all on your own, that it needs to be hard, that you have to hustle. And that actually that's a lower part of your nature where this other part, this higher part that wants to be an ease and alignment is actually wanting to come through. And through that, right, you're hiring someone, you're giving someone else an opportunity. You're just increasing the circulation of prosperity and potential. Yeah. And that is that is so beautiful. It definitely is. I think when you become prosperous, you give other people the permission to become prosperous too, because by you lead by example. But you also um, open up other opportunities. That's how it, that, as I mentioned about the cake, if you want to have a bigger slice of the cake, you just bake a bigger cake, which means everybody else who's already here gets a larger slice. Plus, those who come and join the table after would also have a larger slice. Hence, for example, awareness of um, you know coaching and so forth. This is one thing. The, one of the uh, benefits that we have to give benefits to, which is Tony Robbins, who made coaching you know a, a brand that everybody became aware of. That there's such things as life coaching and so forth. There's different elements of coaching, and of course, we have different coaches come about. But the idea of life coach or getting a mentor or getting a, 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 someone like a, someone to help you, the idea was, you know, it really brought to the masses by him. And so he, what he did, he ended up making a much larger cake. Of course, he's got the lion's share of it, but there are lots of other people who now have larger slices of the same cake. Um, and that's, that, that's, I think that's the win-win mentality. There is no competition. There is just, I win and you win. And it's a win-win yeah. Yes. And I think unless we're doing that, the, that's the integrity, right? If, if, mm-hmm. a, if a person's business is not built upon that integrity, it will fall apart. Right. You know, and what Tony Robbins is doing is he's teaching everyone how to make the cake, Yeah, you know, and then we, and then we see it's not just this one cake. There are, there are so many ingredients over here and over here to make more cakes, exactly. you know, but we get tunnel vision and that's fear driven. It's a way that we can also be controlled, you know, thinking that there's not enough. Well, you know, one of the, one, one huge tool for me when I shifted my alignment around prosperity was I made myself, it's not like I forced myself, but I gave myself the exercise from my coach at the time to walk around and see abundance. So I would see the bush like blooming with so many flowers. I would see that in the garden, there were 
so many zucchinis. Like we didn't even know what to do with them. <laughs> you know, it's just like, oh my God, here's an anthill. It's covered with ants. Like the, nature is abundant. That's nature it's is lavish. It's absolutely abundant. lavish. Nature doesn't know scarcity. It has no, no idea of scarcity. Nature is lavish. Yeah. So that was a great thing for me to remember. So, you know, we as humans have this amazing power to choose and we can choose like lavish thoughts of how it's not going to work or lavish thoughts of how we can, we can grow, we can contribute, we can be in collaboration. I love that. I love that. And we get to choose. This is the key. We as individuals get to choose what we, what we believe, what we see and what we choose to see. I think this is very, very important. And this all, this all comes down to internal work, you know, inner inner work, not external reality work. We're not working from the outside in. We're working from the inside out, right? Yes. Yes. I mean, you know, I remember a, a friend of mine, he's a, he's a very talented writer. And he said this to me at one point, he was like, how are you going to convince anyone else that you're great if you don't believe it first yourself? Mm, you know, it was a little, it was a little ouch for me. And, you know, I think there's, there was a big shift for me when I knew I was a good dancer, you know, cause I danced for 21 years based in New York city. I mean, I, I, it was like, I could, I just, you know, thing I, I was good. I knew I was good, but I didn't fully claim it. Mm. And then because it was too, like too egotistical, too much to say that I was good at it, but something shifted in me to just say, okay, I am, I accept mm. that I'm good at this, that I've done a lot of work to get here. Um, that I've been passionate about it, that I've been committed to it. And it's funny, there are times, you know, there's two stories I can remember. One is in a taxi. I think I might've been in Chicago. And the other was like here in Montana, just meeting these random people. One was the taxi driver. The other was this couple. I was at some hot springs and, and they, the taxi driver and this couple, they're like, were you good at dancing? And I was like, yes. And they're like, oh, we can tell, we can tell you're good by how you answered that question. <laughs> you know? So there's, there's something there that, so this is self-worth, right? Believing it. And for a person who's building a business and wanting to receive abundance, you have to believe that what you're offering has a place in this world, that there's, there's some, there are, there's a population of people that want you to express this thing because they need you actually as part of the puzzle piece of their own life and this whole universal alignment and that you're willing to be the person that says, hey, I'm here. I'm willing to give and I'm willing to receive the support that allows this to be possible. So it's it's full circulation. You know, it's it's it is stepping into that that infinite, endless flow of energy. Yeah, I agreed. Agreed, agreed. It really is. Well, okay. So if you want to now wrap up and give us a summary of how you think we can align ourselves with our divine prosperity. So I think a person just needs to get radically honest about what they want. Hmm. You know, like if you're not feeling good about how your business is operating now, where are you ignoring something that you want to shift? You know, and a lot of times for people, it's, it's raising their prices. Hmm. That can be a big one, right? So I've had, I, I've had clients that are like, oh God, I don't know if I want to do this work anymore. It's just, it's so draining. And then they come to the honesty, which is what I had to do, um, of charging what they actually want. And I, then I hear back from them a couple of weeks later, oh my God, I love my work. It's so great. I love working with my clients, you know, because they actually aligned to their desire. Okay. So I think there's just, there's something to listen to there. Um, you know, if you want to work less, you got to figure out 
the way that 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 happens. But that's that's radical honesty. What does that mean then? You have to become the person who says, um, "I'm going to let my assistant do this. I'm going to raise my prices enough so I can not, I don't have to work 16 hours a day endlessly." You know, and it's, so that's that's there's there's so much growth that comes into aligning to this divine prosperity. But I think I would say at fir- the first thing is get radically honest and then show up and do the work. Fabulous. You know, so that that's kind of, that can be the place where it is helpful to have an outside eye because we, including myself, you know, <laughs> saying we will distract ourselves from the next the next step we need to take. Oh, yes. and I. Oh yeah. Yeah. My coach has at times been like, you know, I'm like, well, what should I do this with my, should I, should I do that? He's like, Michelle, you're completely distracting yourself, Mm. you know? And it's, so I I think, you know, whenever there's confusion or overwhelm, there's some non-truth that you're believing. Mm. So, you know, I think again, get radically honest and get support. I think that's support. Get support. I I definitely agree. I think, I think if you do things by yourself, it's going to take you 20 years. If you do, if you get help, it will cut the time. You still have, it'll still take some time, but it will cut the time probably by a third, if not more. Um, and it will shorten the, your learning curve a lot more, which is something which I think we need as entrepreneurs because we seem to be working, chasing our tails half the time. All right. So on that note, uh, we are going to wrap up. So tell everybody once again, Michelle, where can they connect with you? How can they find you on the internet? Yeah. So go to michelleboulet.com, download my free audio, realign towards your dreams. And that can get us started in a conversation about are there further ways that I'm meant to help you or just, you know, being in touch with the, the information I send out weekly to support people in manifesting their fullest potential. And then also Instagram, Facebook, Michelle Boulet is where you find me. Fantastic. So if you're listening to us on the podcast, remember the links that Michelle just mentioned will be on our show notes. And if you're watching this on YouTube, then down below in the description section is or we'll have we'll have all the links for Michelle as well do check her out go and um, opt into her her free gift and um, you know see you know how she can support and help you she's amazing and I think she's wonderful for you to connect with thank you so much Michelle for coming as a guest on my talkies as well it's been a wonderful conversation thank you so much thank you for having me it's been a pleasure Thank you for listening to me and Michelle today on Money Talkies. I will be back with another amazing guest. I'm picking their brains and finding out how you and I can build a better business and become more abundant. Until the next time we meet, this is Gorkhan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website www.gulkhan.com and if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop and if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money then go and get my book Laws of Money from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.